This recording is an offering of Networks for Training and Development's online university. Hi, everyone. Jessica Stover with Networks for Training and Development. And I'm also joined by Rose McAllister and Shauna Roman. And we wanted to just give you a, a really nice, but quick overview of our holistic practices work um, that we've been doing for many years now at Networks. Um, Many of you probably have questions of what is this, where did it come from, what are you doing, what are you providing, and what else could you or will you be doing? So hopefully this will provide a nice snapshot and overview of what this really important work is. Um, so holistic practices work really comes from this notion and reality that every single person, no matter who you are, where you are in this world, we all need touch. We all need connection. We all need wellness in our lives. And um, seeing a very big disparity in the world of access to wellness modalities and, and different ways to achieve that wellness, how it works for you, um, was really noted by several of us. Uh, we kind of had this light bulb moment. Um, and and it's, it's a ongoing work to try to give education um, not just to practitioners who are doing this good work, so the massage therapists in the world, um, reflexologists, craniosacral therapists, you name it, um, how they can adapt their their work, um, but also to be giving education that we all have within ourselves, toolboxes for wellness, and to be giving additional information and ways to um, raise that wellness up within ourselves and how to support others um, to achieve that balance and different ways of being. Um, so we could go on for sure, but this beautifully weaves into Rosa sharing now with where this came from. So Rosa. thanks Jess for getting us started. And yeah, this idea of holistic practices, as we call it here within networks for training and development, um, we spell it with a WH, a holistic, meaning the whole person, the whole being, the whole life cycle. Um, it's not about any one group of people or, or one age or one set of life circumstances, but as Jess mentioned, really for all of us and kind of an equality thing. So where our work originally came from, there was a number of us, myself included, who kind of on the side, years gone by, were studying various practices or living various lifestyles of wellness, trying to live a better, more holistic life. Um, whether it was through diet or exercise, meditation, yoga, what have you, and starting to study more different practices, these what used to be called alternative practices, which are not so alternative at all anymore. And realizing that while you or I or any of us might go for a pedicure or a facial or a massage, or if we weren't feeling good, might um, look for various services like this. For a lot of people that we know who have disabilities, they can't, as our friend Andrew said, can't just roll up to a spa and get a massage. Um, people would turn him away, feeling like they didn't know how to assist him or how to help someone who used a wheelchair or somebody who looked a little different or walked a little different or spoke or communicated a little different. As I started Taking more and more classes and seeing this disparity, I saw this also was true for people who were very ill or were elderly. 
So as I went to massage school and started pursuing um, my own interests, I started seeing that this was yet another area of major discrimination. Um, that a lot of the people that are our customers and our friends through networks um, were not people who would be regular clients, like Andrew said. Um, they would not be able to um, afford themselves of some of these different practices themselves. And I started questioning both my teachers um, as well as other practitioners. Why not? Well, why can't I massage somebody who has cancer? or is in active chemotherapy, or why shouldn't I provide reflexology or what have you to someone who has Down syndrome? Like that makes no sense. And what I started uncovering felt like old wives tale and some basic discrimination, to be perfectly honest, not because people were evil or thought less of people, it's because they were unsure, because they didn't know. And many practitioners that I talked with started saying things like, you know, oh, I would, I would love to work with the elderly, or I would love to work with people who had chronic illness, but I haven't received the proper training. I would love to work with people who use wheelchairs. I would love to open my massage practice to include blah, 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 but I haven't been taught the special whatever. And I kept thinking, there's something majorly wrong here. And so we decided gradually at Networks to kind of hang out our shingle and to start um, working specifically with people that we knew and loved and their family members and supporters to have access to some of these so-called alternative healing practices um, and to see how it might help them. But then also to work with practitioners, massage therapists and others to see that they could open their practice, that they didn't need special training, that they just needed to open their hearts and their practices and their hands to accommodate more people. So that's kind of uh, in the nutshell. When did that happen? I would say I'm always fuzzy about time. It feels like about 15 years ago, but it's probably actually a little longer ago than that. This is 2020 right now. May of 2021, we're recording this. So it goes back quite a while, maybe close to two decades at this point that we've been doing it and gradually hanging at our shingle with a little bit more boldness, if you will. Initially, we did it very hesitatingly, very carefully. Um, we were networks is known for many other things, training and things in other areas around disability issues and community growth um, and activism. And this was an area we were a little tentative about, but over the last 15, 20 years, we've gotten a little bit more bold in speaking more about what exactly we're doing under holistic practices. So I think we're all going to talk now a little bit about, so what are we doing and what does our holistic practices service area, what does it entail? And I'll just chime in. Um, I think at first, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily a naysayer of the holistic practices work with the networks. Um, I was a little hesitant. Um, sure, I would access those kinds of things for myself uh, personally on my own time. But I think um, as I began to see the work and the, the various applications of these basic ideas, which are very much in line with our mission, it, it made so much more sense. And today, I think it's um, solidified, if you will, in terms of how we work. Um, so I think as our own awareness was raised about uh, the importance of holistic practices and uh, what that work really is about and just creating access. It made sense for us to not just 
offer those activities or events separate as holistic practices events, but to find ways to incorporate them into um, everything that we do. So um, I can think about a couple of examples. We do an annual employment conference uh, symposium, and we started several years ago to actively incorporate a component of holistic practices. So maybe it's a relaxation room, uh, which we began then offering to others, um, other organizations and offering that as a service to them. Um, and does it, does it relate? Does it connect? Absolutely. Um, we also started to actively seek um, holistic practices, uh, sort of practitioners, people who had expertise, uh, gurus, if you will, um, to be keynotes. Um, so that they could also speak to um, some of those self-care strategies um, on a smaller scale with our boot camp, our trainers boot camp, and our other multi-day events and courses. Uh, we always try to incorporate some um, self-care strategy discussion or let's get everybody up to stretch or what are you doing to take care of yourself and having those kinds of talks. So I think it has really come full circle. and that it's become incorporated into just about everything that we do. And add on that to say that, you know, it's, it's working to bring these notions and this work to the forefront of people's minds. People say, well, I know how to relax. I know how to take care of myself, but we don't always think about it. Um, in today's world, we're go, go, go society all day, all night. Can't take a break. Can't stop. Um, we know we need to, but this offers the, pause to some extent of, you know what? Okay. I need to stop. I need to get up. I need to move. You know what? I need to drink some water. I haven't done that yet today. I need to do whatever I need to do to take care of myself. I need to do whatever I need to do to support others in my life to take care of themselves. It really kind of makes people more cognizant, I think, of just all the different ways that can look like for a person. Um, and, you know, it's, We've been providing lots of trainings, you know, like Shauna said, we've been weaving it into trainings. We've been doing trainings about different areas of, of wellness. Um, we've done training on aromatherapy. We've brought someone in for that. Um, um, yoga, different modalities and, and types of yoga, different easy ways to take care of ourselves and others. Um, we've been running an ongoing Taste of Wellness series in addition to um, podcasts healing circle calls. Um, more recently uh, at Networks Now, we've been doing, um, we call it the Networks Home Stretch, where uh, it's about 15, 20 minutes of different ways to stretch and kind of feel our bodies and move during the day. Um, and that can be at, those can be accessed at any time then after the fact that you can queue them up um, for a nice go-to for that, for someone to walk you through that with you. Um, and just so much more. I mean, it's it's been really exciting work that we've been doing and that we've been privileged and have had the honor to walk with people during this time. It's very, very true. And in, amongst this, we've also worked very personally and individually with people. Um, we have worked with people with disabilities, people who have trauma, people who have um, experienced a lot of grief and anxiety. Um, we are also working with people in hospice and their caregivers to help them ease into the next stage of life, which is death, actually. 
um, and using our talents and using our skills and our knowledge to assist people in all different walks of life. We're also expanding this and doing interviews with people who are living um, different lifestyles and in different ways to hear from them their best tips. We have a series, One Thing I Do, and another series on being a service warrior that helps to glean pieces, nuggets of information from other people outside of the network's immediate circle for how they have lived and how they are continuing to live in wholeness and wellness as best as possible. So our audience, while initially it was around, like much in networks, initially around people with disabilities, we've expanded that to really incorporate anybody and everybody. Um, and really with this idea of depending upon or not depending upon your lifestyle, your chosen lifestyle, where you live, how you live, that there are ways that you can find that you too can be healthier, happier, and more in wellness in your body and your mind and your soul. So forward directions, folks. Where are we headed or what can people look to us for? What's our growth potential or what are we up to next? Um, I think it's more of the same. I mean, I think maybe it's a deepening, but I think there's opportunities for us to increase um, the integration of our holistic practices, ideals and beliefs into areas of work and also um, things that we might offer to other organizations, as we mentioned earlier. Um, so I see it as a deepening and an ongoing, uh, just a, a continuation of the work that we've already been doing. I think too, um, you know, assisting organizations, you know, doing some collaborations, helping them to reach wellness for their employees, um, different collaborations like that, I think are on the horizon and, and bubbling up for sure, as well as I've heard some rumblings of some writing or some more writings maybe happening mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. We're always looking for other practitioners too, people who are interested in joining our loosely informal network of practitioners. Not that we're giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down on anyone, but so that when somebody contacts us and say, can you help us with this? We can say, well, I'm not sure that we can, but we know this person in your area. Um, Our other ulterior motive, to be perfectly honest, is back to, harkens back to our early days with practitioners who said, oh, I wish I could, but I haven't had that special training and working with other practitioners to help them understand that they can offer, that they can assist anybody and everybody and that they don't usually need special training around it. They need to just open their heart and open their practice to see how they can be of assistance to others. So yeah, I think there's lots to see, lots to come. We are still very much in a learning mode, no doubt about it, um, every day. And uh, our practices keep growing. So thanks, everybody, for joining with us. If you want more information about Network's holistic practices, just how do they contact us? Well, there are many ways. You can get on our website if you go to www.networksfortraining.org. And you'll see at the top of the screen um, an area for holistic practices. You can certainly reach out by email. We have a network Facebook page you can send us messaging on. Uh, We have an Instagram page, Networks for Training and Development. Uh, We also have Twitter and LinkedIn. So um, any of the social media platforms for sure would probably be the fastest way 
Um, but of course, if you get on our website, there's still phone numbers and emails. They still exist. And you can reach us there as well. Thanks. Thanks so much, Shauna and Jess, for joining with us. Thanks for listening in. Let us know how we can help you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope the information provided was helpful. Don't forget to stop by our website and take advantage of all we have to offer. If you want to be kept informed of upcoming events, subscribe to our channel to be kept up to date on our future programs. Click on the link provided in the description if you wish to receive emails about our upcoming events and offerings.